Welcome to another episode of Roses in Conversation. Now today we're doing something different, sitting around the table and just discussing general issues sent through by you, the viewers. I have my good friend BK and Busi on my side. I'm the only one whose name starts with R, so I will sit in the middle. <laughs> Welcome ladies. I know this is not Thank your first you. time sitting here. We went through COVID and some people lost their jobs, some people lost family members, friends, colleagues, and so on. Where do you think we are in terms of anxiety and depression right now? Um, <clears throat> I think we are still struggling. Uh, we are still feeling whatever, uh, you know, going through that experience wasn't easy for everyone. We woke up one day, we were fine, and then the next day the world literally just mm -hmm. went on a standstill and yeah. we had to adjust and it's in human nature when things like that happens we tend to react negatively yeah. um, <clears throat> and I think with that uh, we are still trying to find ourselves back to how the world is used to be uh, is it going to be the same I don't I honestly don't think it will mm. and with our mental yeah. health being affected because of we had to and lose people like you said we had to lose jobs yeah so we're still trying to to find ourselves after all yeah. that i'm gonna add on to that question and say that we've lost people and i think some of us lost ourselves but are we doing something about it well i think post-covid has actually changed the world drastically as we all know um, we did lose the things that you've mentioned and people in our lives and when we look at the unemployment rate right now, mm. it is the highest that mm. it's ever been. And this is post-COVID. Mm -hmm. There are things that came out of the COVID pandemic. For example, I know that our creativity has shot out Definitely. Of mm. Definitely. Innovation has actually played yeah. such a significant role in people retaining their jobs. Mm. And even though we are at a point where a lot of us are depressed, depression is actually a serial killer right now, yeah. for lack of a better word, yeah. or better words. So um, we have learned quite a lot. Things have changed post-COVID. Mm. Like yeah. Lucy has, has alluded that we woke up one day and the world was a completely different place. Th people are more depressed now than they were pre-COVID. So. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think it's getting to a point where even though we're trying to get help, mm. we are adding on to it, especially with uh, working from home. Um, we, we, we have found that it's, it's, it's quite a good advantage because you don't have to travel, you avoid traffic. But we are adding on to lack of exercise, we're adding on to lack of socializing. And that actually has an impact into our social life because you do need to socialize. I think I saw it with my kids. The, the first duration of the lockdown had an had a emotional impact on them not socializing with other kids. You know, they, they can have as much internet connection they can have, get access to and watch cartoons and so on, but not socializing with kids their age, not having a routine of being in the outside life mm. impacts you. Um, but do you think it's something we can, we can actually work out right now? Because technology is making us lazy, as we want to call it. Mm. 
Um, lazy and what you um, PK also has said is in regards to creativity. Yeah. Uh, we had to find ways of you know entertaining ourselves and also entertaining the kids because mm. we have we we are forced to be cooped up in once in same space with them, and you you know we had to find ways where you for one I started to learn how to cook. Yes. Which <laughs> yeah. it really really helped in you yeah, know yeah. me you know my sanity just trying to just you know think of something that I can do are we doing something about it I think we are since COVID I believe that we now got into a space where we can all openly speak about mental health yeah I don't know if it's just around our circle or is it really happening out there but I hear a lot of conversations that are happening around mental health and the one thing that I I'm happy also to hear about is men are now speaking about mm. mental health because they had this thing it's a, it's a women thing kind of you know things yeah. that men don't show their weakness yeah. Yeah. but they had to spend time with their families and then there was no way of running away from yes, their emotions. Actually. No way going to speak with Amajita or you know what they used to. Now yeah. they actually mm-hmm. got to open up. So I am happy with that part yeah. uh, that we are now talking about mental health. Absolutely, I love that. Absolutely, I think it's important. Human beings are meant to socialize. To socialize, not yes. isolated. So Definitely. it's important that we go out there, we socialize, and we socialize with the right kind of people that yes. support what you mentioned mm. now, mental health, and on the positive side of it. I think, are we doing something about it? Absolutely. Like I said, innovation has shot up the roof. People are finding very creative ways Mm. to be on holiday while they are at home. You know, people have made their homes a sanctuary where they actually Mm. don't escape to work, but they are in the comfort of of their homes. So, yes, COVID has taught us a lot. We are doing something about it. People are more active now. And like you said, we, we speak about these things more now, open now, more openly. And of course, like you mentioned, that men can't run away to the boys' club anymore. <laughs> yes. Well, I think COVID also just showed us whether you are meant to be together with the person or, <laughs> or not. No, it made and it broke things. Yeah. Wow. Can we stay in uh, each other? Can we definitely. Really? I don't, relationships I don't sure. run away mm. to work every, time, every chance I get. I mean, it's... It's crazy, but I think you know. In retrospect, COVID also had such a such a positive light because we consumed so much of the world. I think for me personally, mm, the, it, silence. I, the silence and it was such a great decompression. Yeah, mm-hmm. I must say, yeah. I you know. So and obviously we heard in the news and everywhere else that trees were starting to grow, rivers were, oceans were cleaner now. So okay, I think I look at it as a the world was just cleansing itself, mm. even though it was in the light of COVID nineteen. Yeah, because in essence, in order for you to detox, there has to be some turmoil, okay. some disastrous mm, thing that absolutely. has to happen in order for that to happen. So speaking of relationships, let's get to that point. Let's make it easy a little bit. Mm. A lot of relationships got stronger. Mm. Some ended <laughs> because of COVID. Yeah. And I think Coming out of COVID now, the dating life is different. I want to hear your views on the dating scene right now. Our age group. What is that? Why do we start with laughter? Is it that serious? <laughs> because we're talking about Mujolo and it's not, it's not an easy conversation to answer. Uh, but I think the upside of it when it comes to relationship is now we also have found ways of being able to communicate with each other. 
because you know we had to rely on video calls and all this so, mm. so we found so many ways of communicating and that it's something that i mm. think that we took away uh, after covid we came and then mm. we're still holding on to yeah. it did it make it successful? I honestly don't know. I'm not. <laughs> it didn't change my. It didn't change my relationship status anyway. I didn't suffer. I didn't gain. So I don't think <laughs> I would know um, when it comes to that. We should actually open this to the public and hear what. Yes, have to if say they actually about. gain or they lost. Yes. Did you gain or lose? Did you make your relationship stronger? Did you realize I can't mm. take somebody leaving their toothbrushes oh, or their okay. shoes on the floor? Um, but that that is quite interesting but did you think that it tainted a few friendships well like all distance does that whether it's emotionally or um, physically distance does put a, a little bit of an edge on whatever relationship mm-hmm. there is and I think that going back to the, the first question that you asked my take on that is COVID made us a little bit more sympathetic mm-hmm. if I may say from okay. what I'm seeing from my side is that people are more graceful towards each other mm. because I mean during the COVID pandemic there was no other time that we lost so many people mm. in such it's a so small short, yeah. short period of time yeah. so I think coming out of that and having had having experienced that we know how vulnerable life mm, is, life is yes. and I think it made us a little bit softer and graceful towards other people as mm, well because yeah. we had people that could not bury their family members mm. you know yes. so yeah in terms of njolo well <laughs> <laughs> when there has to be a pause um, you know there's a conversation <laughs> <here>. <laughs> i don't know do we relationship better post-covid i am not sure because pre-covid i was single post-covid i was still single so just like <laughs> yeah. nothing really shifted mm. in the spectrum of love <clears throat> however i think it is um because maybe it's because of the people that I interact with but we take each other more seriously now mm. and relationships bloom more it just blooms more beautifully now and mm. I think people are just graceful towards each yeah. other for just and also it started the conversation of understanding that we are all you know going through stuff yes. and I think what COVID Absolutely. did it actually allowed us to go through yeah. something together Mm-hmm. It made yeah. us to be relatable to each yes, other. Yes, it doesn't matter where like, you're from. Yes, you're experiencing you like, the you same know, challenges. I know yes. COVID. I, you know, we just attended a family meeting. Ramaphosa said, <laughs> you know, all this, yes. <laughs> everything is being. So I, it doesn't mean that because you are in Limpopo, you say, oh, it's only happening to people that are in Kaute. Yeah. So everyone was going through it, and that made us to be, you know, lenient also in being Absolutely. understanding with each yeah. other to say, you know what? When I say, you know, I'm feeling so overwhelmed. I'm just I can't, I can't. Mm. This, and the next person is also feeling it. So it Absolutely. made it easy for us to understand each other Definitely in terms to. of saying, okay, I get what you're saying. I feel it too. Mm. So I think that is, and with friendships, it makes, uh, you know, friendships very yeah. strong. Absolutely. I think uh, I can also speak for yeah. us because of during that time, we just wanted to talk to each other yeah, so much. Other yes, are you okay? Yeah. I just heard that it's now yeah. in your area. Mm-hmm. Are you guys safe? Is are the kids, you know, taking it? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, are they are they adjusting to all the changes? We shared a lot of ideas on yes. how to entertain the kids. We yeah. shared recipes. Yes, <laughs> you know, yes. try this, cook this. The kids loved it because those are now mm-hmm. ways that we could say, "I am going through what you're going through. How can Absolutely. I help you feel better?" 
and and it's up to us to keep to keep that communication open because um, I think we take silence as a rejection of a friendship mm-hmm. and and we know that we're going through things and we understand the silence is it's just I know she's going through something and mm. we will communicate when the time is right so taking it back to to that aspect um, let's leave it outside of COVID just mm. in general there is a saying that you need to heal before you start dating. What are your sentiments on such? Well, I think healing is an ongoing thing. So I don't Definitely. think healing is a destination. Definitely. So mm. it, it will be pretty mm. um, myopic, if I may say, yeah. of a person to think that you need to get to a certain destination and then mm. you need to now start such. dating. Yes. It, it really, for me, it mm. really doesn't make sense. I think what I do in my view, I go into things mm. because sometimes you need to go into something for you to, to heal, heal, to find yeah. that healing path. Yeah. So I don't think healing is particularly a. Let me get there first, get the yeah. and yeah. then because and see and see what mm. happens. Because if I've spent t- two years even with Boosie and now this thing, this friendship or relationship of ours discontinues, yes. it's going to be an everyday reminder that mm. this person was in your life mm. yeah. and if you so stay alone then again it's a matter of how are you going to be able to measure with how if you are how far you've how come far you've exactly because here you are some of the conversations that you have on your own is you can be you know you want to talk to be favorable to yourself yes so it helps when you are with someone if you are working on communication and that person can say to you listen i don't think you're getting it but if you are alone and you are saying, I am healing, what are you healing from? How do you know when you are there, when mm-hmm. you are there? So I think it helps to find humbling in there, like, you know. Yeah, <laughs> go with it. <laughs> yeah, go with it. Figure it as you go. I think, I think that yeah. question comes from, you know, when, when you get into a new relationship or start a new relationship, there's this conversation. If anything goes wrong, the conversation is, oh, but you you have not healed yet or you mm-hmm. have not healed. So, mm-hmm. and, and I take it from my experience because I know that once I want to start engaging in something and then there's a red flag, if I can highlight mm-hmm. it, the first response from friends or from someone closer to me mm-hmm. is going to say, oh, it's because you haven't healed. But mm-hmm. I think when you say it's not a destination, not then destination. what do we do? Do you get to what Busi is saying? Let me heal. And then as I go, when I get in a relationship, I'll get to understand whether I've healed from being left. I've healed from being ghosted. Mm-hmm. I've healed from insecurities. Or do you tell yourself that there are certain points on the road that you need to get to? Mm-hmm. And then you will allow yourself to open up for someone else. Well, I think first of all, people who tell you that you haven't healed from a previous relationship, I just gaslight you. <laughs> because yeah, they just how the hell you, know, yeah. you don't <laughs> gaslight your friends, firstly. And I think in terms of of um, what you just asking now about how do you then gauge? Yeah. How do you gauge mm. whether you are well on your way there? I think it's got to do with the people around you and the kind of relationships that you have, like you guys have just mm. that spend time with people who can also give feedback. Yes. In friendships, we mm. don't give yeah. feedback. We be need to open be with quite frank them. about that. In a lot of friendships, there isn't that interaction to give feedback to say, you know, I've noticed that you haven't spoken about this person in two months mm. or three months. Yeah. What's so going on? what's going on? I'm, I'm, I'm actually, you are on your way. Mm. You are on the path that you want yeah. to take. Yeah. Oh, wow. That is powerful, and I think it's it's quite um, remarkable because there's a verse on, in Mark that talks about 
being careful about the people you hang around. Like mm. your circle matters. It does. A lot because it influences the decisions you make. Absolutely. It influences um, the choices that you're going to make and how you think as well. As we because you are what you think. And if, if all these thoughts of people around you are directing you to lift, mm. you will definitely go lift. Yeah. Um, the, there's Ecclesiastic 3 verse 1 that says, um, there's a time to live and a time to die. Mm. I want to know what is your experience with loss. I take it as a thief. Mm. Mm. It steals happiness, memories, uh, are, are all that you are left with. Um, and I think I'm speaking from a point where I had to lose a very good friend. Mm. Um, and her passing, you know, when you receive that call and then they just say this person is no more and you have plans for the next day mm -hmm. and you just immediately go to that state of what now? Can't be true. Yeah. <laughs> what now? What must I do with all those things that we planned? Yeah. Uh, so it stills that because, you know, when you're looking forward to something and you're excited about mm -hmm. it, it is also what matters is the person that you are going to do that thing mm -hmm. with. And when that yeah. person is no longer there, then it means that you can do all Definitely. those things. Yeah. So death, I don't think there is any way of ever... Uh, you know, we whenever we we, we we as Christian mostly we say let your will be done, but, mm. I, but when the pain is still the pain, there. It's like God, yeah. your will is hurting, yes. and oh. it is it is hurting. And then the challenge that comes with that is also as a believer is now I know this is God's doing, but oh. I'm not okay with it. Yeah. Then you start questioning your, your relationship with God and saying, God, yeah. but why? Yeah. Is it that I have to go through this? Why did you have to take that one person that, you know, I believed that you have, you know, aligned yeah. them to my path and you said this is the person that you're going to have and yeah. the next thing you snatch them out. Mm -hmm. So I don't think um, there's any, uh, me personally, no, there's no way of having any. Describe it. Yeah, loss. loss is just, it's horrible. It's yes, horrible. It's a thief, definitely. Mm, definitely. Loss is definitely. Mm. And I think there are, even though the, the topic is around death a little bit, we also lose people to life. Just like you've mm. lost a, a friend, I lost a friend to life. And, you know, the fact that this person is still out there, out the, uh, sometimes you think there is a chance and you want to reconcile, mm. but then yes. you rethink it. And we don't talk it. much about that. Yeah. So I've experienced a loss to life and it's, it, you know, I don't take, I, I, I think I take a little bit of solace in the fact that if it mm. was the other way around and this person was not alive, I was going to take comfort in the fact mm. that mm. they are gone from earth. I know they exist in the same mm. galaxy as me. So having to live with that. And just like memories you mentioned earlier, mm, yeah. you think about yeah. the person almost every day. and <laughs> Definitely. And things remind you of them when yes. you achieve a certain mm. milestone in life you, you know that you spoke about this 15 years ago i would be telling mm. i you want to rush to the phone and then you realize but we're not even there anymore yeah. mm. that's that's so losing to to life is it's all yeah. that is well. the sad reality mm. and it makes you realize that grief comes in different forms yes. grief comes in divorce grief comes in losing a friendship mm. grief comes in not landing the job that you wanted Absolutely. or mm. losing the capital you invested in a business so um with that being said i think let's speak more on where we are and 
how we want to motivate others going forward. We are in different industries, the three of us and the circle of our friends. We do different things. And yes, we have businesses, we have nine to fives, we have ambitions and we have callings. Mm. Um, but what, what would you say to somebody who's looking at you right now and says, you, I want to be you, you inspire me. Um, I think with, you know, where we are is, uh, for me personally, I'm going through an, a, a big change, yeah. a big change where I'm literally just picking up my life and going to another province, another province. <laughs> and I'm leaving all these, you know, all you guys that are, you know, the people that I have, you know, grown with so much, people that know you. I feel like I'm going into a stage where you start dating and you're going through the talking stage. Yes, you like, what's yes, your favorite yes. color? <laughs> but this you're is getting to know, yes. to know each other. I feel yeah. like I'm going, it's scary. It mm. gets very scary. But um, one advice that my mother told, when I decided, I was like, there's a chance of this happening. Yes, and I'm taking it. And I think, I, and I'm not sure, should I? And one thing that my mother said, she said, do you? You know, he always mm. joke about this and say, do you, girl? And then she said, do you? Um, you only have this life and only this life to live. So take it. Mm. If this, this comes with you being in another province, do that. And you are going to make new friends wherever you're going. So yeah. we are so scared yeah. of losing things yeah. and losing people that we end up holding on to things that... Yeah, and you're like constant. Is, and you need and to there's no growth. On. Yes. There's no growth. Yeah. But if you move and you change and you move to, you know, it's like when you can see that your plant is not growing, move it to a bit of sun. Oh. Maybe that's what it needs. Mm. And that's what you that's need to do fun. as well. So if you are unsure of things, uh, you can never be 100% sure. Absolutely. Of nothing. Oh, whether wow. you are waking yeah. up, you're not sure whether this day is going to go on as planned, but then it's just having hope yeah. and faith that, mm. you know, it is going to be okay. So sometimes we are just so scared of things that we don't know, only to find that the don't know is actually waiting to yes. introduce itself to you. Yeah. If and it's scary, then definitely yeah. go for it. Yeah. That's what you say all the time. If it scares you, then that's the door that you need to open. Mm. That's nice. I love that. So from my side, um, somebody looking up to me, I would just direct him to the library because that's where <laughs> I... I basically, I think without books, I don't know, even know where I would be. I'm currently reading the four agreements right now and I'm unpacking it and I've actually made it as though it's a study. Mm. You know, I'm not, it's only 138 pages, but I am reading it with intent and I'm taking notes mm. from it. And what I find so significant is that we have made the agreements with ourselves, but what kind of agreements are you making with yourself mm. and the people around you, yes. you know? Mm. And Dawn on the four agreements speaks about don't take things personally. Be yeah. impeccable with your word. Mm -hmm. Don't make assumptions and always do your best. I think if somebody had to say that they want me to inspire them in that way, I would take them to the four agreements or the alchemist. There's nothing I as a human being <laughs> yeah, can actually give them that those two books cannot cannot uh, give them or mm. you know have an impact in their lives. So yeah. for me that the four agreements is really opening my eyes to yeah. so many other things because you also notice the smallest things that you do. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You know, not doing your wow. best. Am I doing my no, best yes, right now with my yes. life? Am I taking things personal? Mm. 
Oh, wow, you know? that is powerful. So that's, I think, um, I heard about it on a podcast about a few years ago, actually during COVID. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Mbulelo spoke about it and I said, I think this is the book that I want to read mm-hmm. every yeah. year. Yeah. Oh, wow, that is powerful. I think in general, whether you want to admit it or not, whether that is your intention or mm-hmm. not, there is somebody that you inspire. Yes. And they look up to you, not necessarily to be you, but they take the challenges that you've been through mm. and want to overcome them just like you. Um, Roses in Conversation is a platform that allows us to say that not only look at the challenges or focus on the challenges you're going through but what we're saying is that there is a greener side there is a light on the path you are walking and there are lessons to be learned because Mm. in that you are being built for a greater purpose and your strength is going to build endurance thank you so much ladies for joining us we are going to do this almost every week um, and then you can post your questions that we'll ask in the next table conversation join us again